Hello and welcome. We're now joined by a new guest, someone you may not have heard of, but you will do very, very soon. So we're now joined by Amelia Costanzi. <laughs> Hi guys. Hi. So who do you play for? Uh, I so I play rugby league for North Arts Crusaders, and I play union for Hitchin Rugby Club. So we're on here. We're going to talk a lot about North Arts. So, before we go, let's hear who you're sponsored by. Oh, okay, here we go. We've got quite a long list. Uh, so, Crusaders are sponsored by S2M Communicate, uh, MMP, DB Sharp and Sons, AWB Electric, um, Scopius Product Projects, RJS Hitchin, Carnival Blinds, eSmart Networks, and Official Disproof, and also the Orange Tree in Bulldog. Big up. That's quite a list, that's like a shopping list. It is, it is, it's a big odd list. So, straight away, day one, you've, you've already done the right thing, you've got your sponsors in place. So how did the Italian Stallion become a chairman? <laughs> um, so, it, we, we started the, um, we started, well, I didn't start uh, the ladies side, but the, the guys at, at Crusaders decided on our 10th anniversary we wanted to kickstart the ladies side and um, I joined and just instantly sort of fell in love with the sport to be honest, played union my whole life really for, for the last 10 years but um, there was just something about league and, and it, it just felt like the start of something special um, and I wanted to be involved in any sort of capacity so it started out that I was uh, nominated as social sec and I <laughs> wore that like a badge of honour uh, but it just wasn't quite enough for me so um when i saw that the the ladies chair position was open um i sort of made it quite open and quite knowing that um i wanted to i wanted to gun for that position um and at crusaders we do uh, value sessions sort of every season um so we're very we're very joined up with the men's side and we all got together um over a chicken george if you're from hitchin you know where that what, what that is um and we just sat and we discussed club goals um personal goals and team goals and we all went round individually and discussed our personal goals. And mine was, by the end of the season, I want I want to be the, the women's chair because I'm so passionate about seeing this team grow. We've got something so special. We've got such a good coach, such a good support system with the men's team and the netball teams that you know I I just wanted to be wanted to be in that position and, and wanted to you know be a front runner and, and see it grow and see see the potential that I know I know that we have. And um, spoke to the chairman and he <laughs> um, put me through pretty pretty hard grilling <laughs> to see if I could qualify for the position and uh, I think I think he saw something in me that uh, very much resembled himself at my age um, and he welcomed me with open arms to be honest and uh, since then we've we've made a really good team uh, along with the the netball chair as well um, so yeah it's only it's only up from here to be honest. Well that that for me is absolutely amazing because normally it's a women's team's form they want to use the team's name or later on in life to go, oh, we're just going to envelop this team and give it a rebrand, for a men's team to turn around and go, what we should be doing for our 10 years anniversary is let's get the women's team going, let's get the ladies involved, let's let's open ourselves up to 50% of the population. Yeah, and it's not just it's not just our original idea. To be honest, like we have joint training, so we have mixed training. We train with the men, and and it's been nothing but support. You know, th- those guys are a lot more um, 
experienced than us. They have a lot. They have a lot more experience on the pitch, and and since we have been training with them and, and working with them, it's been nothing but just continuous support, breaking things down for us, supporting us. Um, you know, it's just been yeah, a really really receptive group of lads, and um, we definitely couldn't have got through this season without it. To be honest, and um, yeah, just just big ups to them. To be honest, because yeah, they are a real good group of lads. That's what you want. If they're not only okay, this is a great idea. What we we'll do to move our entire let's move our entire team forward. We'll get a women's yeah. team, the netball team, but then turn around. And go, no, no, we'll do joint training as well because you guys will need a yeah. bit of help. And yeah. sometimes it's it's easy to see things and watch it, but then have someone to talk you through it. And if there's yeah. a lot of bodies there and a lot of people, no, no, try it yeah. like this. Have a go like that. You need help with X. That's fantastic. Yeah, and I think that was one thing that, um, you know, we, we had Amy Hardcastle come down and do a guest training session for us, um, and and that was one of the things that she picked up on was the fact that, you know, one, we get such good numbers down, but the fact that we can we can collectively train and, and celebrate and, and um, train for Rugby League together, she said it's such a progressive step, and it's not, it's, it's not happening enough, and I do think that... You know, that's why we are just such a good side and we are just such a good and, and family probably is the right word because we do we live and breathe the, the, the values of the club and, and one of those is, you know, we're player led, um, and we're inclusive and, and that is right at the core and amplified at our training sessions through and through. On the leagues you're in, what league have you been playing in? Um so we played in a smaller southeast league, um uh, this season just gone uh, so we played against Brentwood and we were supposed to play against Bedford Twos uh, but due to number constraints you know women's rugby in the south is is uh, an up and coming sport so uh, numbers are quite hard on game day uh, that unfortunately didn't go through uh, but we did manage to get another friendly in with Nottingham um, hopeful uh, prospects for the future are to go up to the Southeast Ladies Comp uh, and then long term goals you know we're an ambitious team we've got the skills we've got the players um, to be able to do that you know we've got some ex-pro athletes in there um, so our ultimate goal, goal and aim is to be in the Women's Betfred Super League South um, and we're going to dominate the hell out of it when we get there That's the thing that having, having ambition like that is fantastic you guys have the attendance already yeah. there's already people coming and watching yeah like you, you were saying yeah. off there about like you went to play and then people were travelling hours to actually come and watch you. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, we, we get an amazing, um, just going back to sort of the men's, uh, the men's side, you know, they their their support in itself brings down more people as well. So on a game day, we do get tend to get, you know, south of um, 100 plus people coming down to our games just to watch us and support us. Um, you know, the area that we, we play in as well is quite a tight-knit community. We do have really good ties to the union club as well. So um, that in itself brings down more people too. Um, our training standard is extremely high. Um, training with the men brings that, but also our coach, he brings such a high level of training. The opportunities at training as well, bringing guest coaches in um, and just the experience of all the other coaches too. Um and, and like I said about the area, you know, we live in an extremely talented area. You only have to look at the teams around us, such as Bedford, who do have such a good a good talent pool. Um, but the, the players that we've got too at the moment, um, you know, just to mention a few, Lauren Bellinger, uh, our fullback, Chloe Hill, she's an ex-pro England athlete, um, ex-pro GB athlete, sorry, and ex-pro England footballer. So, you know, you can you can imagine she's six foot and absolutely rapid. Um 
Georgia uh, and our forwards as well. We've got Sophie, um, myself as a prop, Dina. We've got such a strong team. And together, um, we we outweigh each other's flaws and we pick up where each of us lack. And that in itself um, is, is strong. And the, the other thing is that we've just got such a good friendship too. So that that's going to take us miles um, and the, the trust in the team as well from, from our sponsors uh, to continue to sponsor us too um, speaks volumes as well. And they're going to see us through to the end as well. That's it. So you, you've done one league already. Step up to the yep. next one. It is fantastic yep. to see with the smaller leagues, the ones that are going to feed teams in and second teams and play teams yep. can put in their teams, players who are maybe ready, younger players. Yep. That's fantastic to get in set up because it's one thing that needs setting up in all women's rugby. Mm-hmm. The talent pool's there. It's not quite full yet. There's a lot yeah. of growth in it. Can you imagine where we're going to be in five years' time? Yeah, um, it's making it more accessible as well. We had, we've had we had a few young girls, um, 18-year-olds, come down and they've absolutely enjoyed it because we've made it so accessible for, for them to come. We've got such good safeguarding procedures in place we make it um friendly and a natural environment for them to step in and just and 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 it's a safe space for everybody it's not um you know you don't have to be a certain age or height or weight or whatever it's you come as you are and you play rugby league and you leave knowing that you've done you've done your best that's it you're you're in a team now so you're into a league you develop hopefully a year two super league south because Here's one. Speak to the players from Super League South and ask them if they want more teams in. They'll all answer yes. Mm. Ask the clubs if they all want more teams in. They'll answer yes. Because it makes ask it more me competitive. If I want more yeah. team in there. Yes. Yeah. So it makes it more competitive. It's more competitive to have more teams. And if you've got a team that's in a hotbed area, yeah. you know where you've got. There's no. The, the rugby league team and the union team are working hand in hand. There's already yeah. a lot of players. There's already ample players to play. There's a crowd. There's already a crowd. Yeah. There's already a fan base. Yeah. So you get attendances. You get viewing figures. You know, mm-hmm. all the things that need... To, and it's been going so well in Super League South now. Yeah. As in, yeah, the matches yeah. are being watched wide, not just by their fans, by a lot of people. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's yeah, fantastic. We've built, up, we've built up such a such a strong following as well you know just just socially too um you know we've sort of set a precedent i think in the south um for exactly what rugby league should be and we want to continue that on the pitch off the pitch across social media and we, and we want to see it through and we do feel like you know north arts crusaders ladies are and will be a front runner in these in these competitions um in the very very near future so we've heard about the club now and its ambitions Let's hear about you. What do you want to know? Um, what do you do for a living? What do I do for a living? So I am a global search engine optimization manager for a company called YouMove, and we make pet supplements for um, yeah your pets. So we do joint supplements, calming supplements, all that good stuff. <laughs> That's a right job title, that. <laughs> I know. It's a mouthful. <laughs> Hope you don't have to wear a name badge at any point. <laughs> no, no, no. no, it's just basically my life is dictated by Google. I, I'm, I'm just making the website turn off on Google. That's it. Yeah, one of the yeah, hardest things. Sense. Yeah. <laughs> so you do that for a living. Mm-hmm. 
So how did you get involved in sports? I know you've been a union player and you're still probably playing union yeah. through winter, which is good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we had our first friendly this, this Saturday, but I guess it all started off really at, at school, I guess, like most most people's sporting um, journeys, to be honest. My, I was never the sporty one in my family. My sister was my sister was a, a GB athlete. She was a pole vaulter and she just smashed it. She was gymnast, very high level. Um, so I never really got a look in on the sports, but I was quite good at PE at school. So I, I suppose it's like, it go. if your sister's an Olympic like and a GB athlete and you're fairly, you could be fairly good at sports, but they're that good. Yeah. You'll never think you're already <laughs> good at anything because they're just that good. That good. <laughs> so when, when it was time to either go for a game or something, my sister would always get priority over over the lifts and, and all this with my parents. So, um, yeah, so I, I, I really enjoyed PE at school and um, sort of would try anything once. Um, I just knew that I really didn't like football. So I was like, just don't want to play football. Anyway, we had this... Um, I, I went to school in Peterborough and Peterborough rugby club um came and did a trial session for girls rugby um so i went along and there was only three of us that went to the session but oh my god i thoroughly enjoyed it and then i started playing so i joined peterborough and i paid for them for a while um but then just as i grew up um i guess like any normal teenager you sort of fall out of love in and out of love with um the sport that you kind of grew up with and um i stopped playing and then i moved to Hertfordshire from from Peterborough, um, and then I began um, sort of tr- starting to pick it up again, and then I moved to Hitchin, and that's where I joined Hitchin Rugby, um, and started playing for them. So I played for their twos last year, and I've just started playing, for, <coughs> sorry, for their first team this year. Yeah, so you, you kind of come near enough, probably for the southern area, the traditional route into rugby league. <laughs> You learn yeah. union at school or at some point in your yeah. early to late teens. You start playing seconds and first. You play league or come and try it. Did you find you were more suited to playing league? I did. I, feel, I felt like, um, yeah, I, it just felt... Union, I still... I'm not going to lie, I played for 10 years and I still don't understand half of what's going on half of the time. Oh, no, I, 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 <laughs> I've gone back to playing Union and I'm, I've gone back to playing Union and some of the stuff I'm just... I, I turn into my mate, mine, I'm like, mine, what do I do? Yeah. He's like, oh yeah, this is when you do this. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it just baffles me. Got it now, got it, yeah. But, um, but yeah, I started playing League and it, it all just... I just really enjoyed it. I don't know what it was about it, but I just enjoyed the game. Um, not so much a running back 10 every time. Could cut that out. I feel like that should be optional. But um, it, it just felt like I sort of understood it and I, I picked it up really quickly and I just really enjoyed it. And league helped me develop my skills in so many different ways, physicality-wise, um, sort of skills in terms of like passing, catching, um you know, just general contact skills as well. I, I, I feel so much more confident coming into this union season after playing playing the summer summer league. Um, and yeah, like you say, the traditional route, um, and it is a bit of a full circle, to be honest. I started off not even being able to touch a rugby ball at school uh, if it wasn't for the session that they did. Uh, and now sort of playing and, and, and heading up a, a ladies' side is absolutely amazing. And, and it's such a good feeling as well. That's in the fact you, the fact you your chairwoman... You're still only 24. You're chairman of the team. You're still playing union. You're not even got your finger out of that. You could probably be the biggest pull in that you could turn around and say, ah, now you know what? Come and have a go with this because how you're playing right now 
you're going to be on fire on doing this. You're going to be unbelievable. <laughs> well, we'll see. Baby steps, baby steps. But uh, that's the aim, I think. Like, you know, with anything, um, at first I thought, do you know what, we'll go to league, we'll, we'll give it a go. If anything, it's just going to help me fitness-wise. Uh, but then it turned into to something more and, and you start to, to build a love for the game. And, you know, when you get that love for the game, then you want to develop your skills in other ways. And I think that's what's happened now is that now all I want to do is develop my skills um, for both Union and League and, and smash both seasons um, and just, yeah, just be the best teams that we can be. So it's everybody's favourite time now. Question time. <laughs> Which player or players do you look up to the most? Uh, I think in rugby league, it's definitely got to be Amy. I think when she came down and did that training session with us, it just, it, it sort of um, materialised or put into perspective exactly where you can be. Um, if you do just, you know, if you do take it seriously and you do, you know, when you're given these opportunities such as a guest coach, seriously take on board whatever they're saying to you, you know, really just be in the moment with it. And, and I think, yeah, just put into to perspective, you know, it's aspirational. This is where you can be um, if you keep working hard, if you keep pushing on. Um, the possibilities are pretty much endless, and and then watching her and seeing her perform, um, you know, week in week out, it's um, it's just really, yeah, just really exciting to see. Um, she's a bloody great player as well. So uh, yeah, no, definitely, definitely got to be Amy. She's still at the top of her game, and she's going and coaching and doing rugby league cares and. It's it's great to see a bit in the women's game, but this is what's happening with the top level players. But they've been sent around to inspire people. Yeah, 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 and it massively did. I think for the girls especially, you know, the boys, the boys absolutely loved it, and and they benefited it just as much as we did. But for women, um, you know, we've got women's rep- representation within rugby, but to actually have it in the flesh <laughs> at your training ground on a Wednesday night, you just think. Jesus, like, you can't get much better than that. And, and the whole club genuinely appreciated her coming down. And I think for me, like I said, it just put into perspective exactly what is achievable uh, with the work rate and, and with the passion and the drive to get yourself there. And I think that passion, that drive is, is what's going to see us through to, to the Super League, to the to the, all the competitions that we want to kind of put ourselves like, at the front row for. Question number two. Which is the favourite stadium you've played at or where would you most like to play at? Um, I would most like to play I think OG Twickenham man. You can't get better than Twickenham. I think if we if I ever got that opportunity, oh my gosh, to fill out Twickenham. I mean it's never gonna happen, but <laughs> it would be absolutely amazing to uh to yeah, just, just play in a field out Twickenham. Uh yeah, I don't think you could probably get much better than that. Well that's easy, like custom-built rugby stadium at that size mm. that sells out. That's what you want. Oh, here's, here's a tricky one. God. And it's not the one about liking big butts and not lying. It is. <laughs> I never said that. The conspiracy theory is one. Give us a conspiracy theory you 100% believe in. Can I, can I say the one that I said earlier? Right, that, that is never making a... <laughs> but I pretty much agree with you on that one. I agree with you on that one. I didn't think I'd be able to. So, number four, 
in your opinion, how would you grow the game? How would I grow the game? I think I think this is a really good question because we are we are in that we are in that stage at the moment. We want to grow the game in the south. We want to be the front runners for, for recruitment. We want to you know we want to be leading this conversation. How do we do it? We make it as accessible as possible. I think um, rugby already has a big stigma that it's an aggressive game and you have to be a certain type or a t- certain build to, to play the game. And, and that's not it at all. Rugby is about, you know, coming together, whatever your shape, your size, your your background, whatever is a differentiating factor. You come together and you play a game and you leave everything out on the pitch. And I think accessibility is absolutely key to the game um i think you know being creative with your ideas um something that we're looking to do uh, at crusaders is sports swaps so you know we'll go and try out your sport if you come and try out our sport nice. and making it accessible in that way um we're you know we're trying to um you know just get the name out there and, and change the stigma that it's an all-in all-aggressive game there is parts of it, don't get me wrong, but first and foremost, it is getting together with a good group of girls and leaving it all on the pitch, and, and that's all it is. And um, yeah, accessibility is key, and just building the name uh, and building the um, the awareness of the sport as well. Um, See? So yeah. There we go for question time. That's about all the time we have for today. So thank you for coming on. We're going to get you back on again. Because it's not the end of your journey. Right. <laughs> Definitely not. Is there anyone to give a shout out to before you go? Yes, of course. No, thank you for having me. Uh, but just quickly before I go, I just wanted to shout out uh, the girls, um, the ladies' team, Diana, Sophie, Chloe, Bolts, Bellinger, Georgia, Duke, Amy, Abby, and anybody else that's played for us this season. I want to shout out the men's side because, again, we couldn't have done it without them. I want to shout out Ollie Adams and Dan Benden. Uh, Dan is our coach and he is absolutely second to none. He's the best guy going. And Ollie, our chairman, um, again, without him and his support, we couldn't have done it. And also the rest of the committee too. Um, and I also just want to give a shout out to our netball side for absolutely always smashing it, killing it, um, and just doing it for the girls again. Um, yeah, big up. And again, all of our sponsors, final one.